0: This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thanks for being here today, everybody. We have another incredible guest for you today, everybody. Abby Chow is the co-founder of College Backer. She and her company are on a mission to make saving for college easy with the magical and mystical 529 account. Abby and I met at a dinner in Dallas in October. Her enthusiasm for combating the $1.4 trillion in student loan debt that's in our country was incredibly inspiring. I had to bring her on the show so you all could be inspired too. Evidently, 70% of families in the U.S. are not even aware of the incredible benefits of the 529. Abby and I are going to help you out with that today. So, if you love your kids and you want to give them a chance at student debt freedom, you will not want to miss today's show. After our chat with Abby, we're going to be highlighting another Money Master of the Week. But first up, let's learn about the power of the 529 College Savings Account with the co founder of College Backer, Abby Chow. Abby, how's it going?
1: It's going well, Andy. Thank you so much for having me on your show today.
0: I'm so glad to have you because we are talking about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. I have two small kids and the cost of college is just, it terrifies me. So I'm glad to have you on the show to talk about the Magical 529 and what people can do to prepare for these gigantic costs in the future. Could you mind, Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your company, College Backer, that is helping with this problem?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Abby Chow. I'm one of the co-founders of College Backer and CEO of College Backer. Um, and my background is that I uh, initially had a career in financial services. Um, I also was a management consultant for several years, consulting for some of you know the biggest Fortune 500 companies in financial services, uh, tech, and retail. But Ultimately, um, started learning a lot more about our education system, spent some time working with school districts and philanthropists and foundations, um, really getting deep into that education system and realized that, hey, you know, college financing right now is really broken um, and we have an opportunity to do our part to to make that more uh, accessible to families and and that's why I initially um, jumped into College Backer. And College Backer, uh, is essentially all about helping families save for college. So if you're a parent, you can come to collegebacker.com and we'll guide you through the process of finding a great 529, which uh, is an amazing financial tool to save for college. Uh, and then we'll also help your family and friends give gifts directly into the fund. So, you know, we're coming up on the holiday season now, Christmas is just around the corner and, uh, Basically, we see that as an opportunity to, you know, of course, your children probably are going to want a couple of presents under the tree that they, they can unwrap and, and have fun with. Um, but at the same time, we also think that giving the gift of college savings is a really, really meaningful one that, you know, your children will hugely appreciate down the line and will actually grow in value instead of being um, outgrown or forgotten like other toys or clothes. And so we built College Backer to just make it really simple for families to start saving and for, you know, the communities around them to take part in that journey and make the whole thing easier for you.
0: That's great. Well, that sounds like a great mission. And you guys, um, started it with, with, uh, some great thoughts on how you can help solve this co- college financial problem, as you call it. Could you, could you give us a little flavor of what's going on in the world? Not that anybody doesn't know, but what's, what are the major issues going on with college financing right now?
1: Absolutely. So um, I think it's pretty easy just taking a look at the headlines today to see some of the startling statistics. So, for example, um, the student loan crisis in this country has reached about one point four trillion dollars. So we're massively in debt trying to pay back. Um, the the cost of college. In addition to that, the cost of college is expected to double again in the next ten years. So there's kind of no end in sight when it comes to these soaring college costs. But at the same time, you know, going to college is a really valuable experience. The typical college graduate earns about one million dollars more in their lifetime than a non graduate. And so, for a parent who you know, wants to give their child the best opportunities, wants to have their child have all the options, you know, as an adult to pursue their dreams and, and live a life they love. Uh, it's really a tough situation when you are trying to, you know, set up your, your child for success um, and give them that amazing college experience, but not also saddle them with massive student loans. Um right when they, (laughs) right when they're starting out their life. Um, so it is, it is a tough situation, you know? Um, and we think that with advanced planning, um, and with some support and and smart decisions from your friends and family that you can set up your child, um, a little bit better and and make sure that they have those opportunities without, um, without too much crippling debt. (laughs) I
0: love this. I'm all about proactivity and taking care of your family. So I think we partnered up together on the the right interview here today, Abby. <laughs> so let's let, let's talk about the uh, how how the company came together. You and Jordan Lee, is that right? You guys worked yes. together on building this company. Talk talk about that sort of uh, you know those those first couple of uh, you know uh, moments when you guys said, "Hey, this is something we really want to go after and help people."
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it really came out of looking at our friend groups and realizing that you know folks were starting to have children um, and. Particularly, you know, these were our our peers were people who were smart, who went to college, who had good jobs, who seemed like they should have everything together and they should have everything figured out. We just kind of thought, you know, if um, from the outside looking in, at least, um, if anybody had this college prep thing figured out, it ought to be um, this group of people. But. Uh, when we started talking about specific tools, you know, even 529s, which many of them were familiar with, um, and 70% of parents out there don't know what a 529 is, by the way. So if you aren't familiar with it, you're certainly not alone. But, you know, even the ones who were familiar with a 529, when we asked them, hey, you know, how much money are you putting away every month? Um, we would just kind of get these blank stares of, oh, well, you know, it's, it's on my to-do list. Um, I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, It's kind of confusing, um, but, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out later. I still have plenty of time. And so we just got to thinking that, you know, if these smart, educated, you know, folks with good jobs couldn't wade through all of the research required to figure out what the right way was to save for college, then, you know, how how is any parent supposed to figure that out? When, by the way, you're trying to take care of a new member of your family, or, or you've got a lot of other things going on, um, and we really wanted to be able to help them. You know, we wanted to be able to send a gift that would just get them started on the right path, and just say, hey, you know, we've done the research for you. We, you know, have, geek out on personal finance, so we've. Um, We've gone through all of the different investment options and portfolios for you and, you know, just set up a recurring contribution and maybe every year at, at the birthday we'll kick in a little bit more. Um, but there was no tool to do that. You know, we we live in an age now where it, everything is so easy. You've got an app for everything. It's super easy to buy useless stuff on Amazon or useful things, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really hard to do this. And so we just thought, well... Um, there has to be a better way, and there wasn't. So let's build it.
0: That's great. Well, I, I love the mission. Uh, you said seventy percent of people aren't aware of what a five twenty nine is. Let's let's combat that a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> Why is a five twenty nine a better solution than just throwing the money in the savings account and wait until the kid turns eighteen?
1: Yeah, so the biggest reason is that a five twenty nine is an investment account and so that money is going to grow over time. And not only is it gonna grow over time, it's actually gonna grow tax free over time because um you know a five the reason it's called a five twenty-nine is it's referencing, you know, the tax code, which I wouldn't expect anybody to really know unless you read that for leisure. <laughs> um, but the biggest reason to use a 529 is that it grows over time, and you know, it, it's tax-benefited growth. So it's really, in comparison to a savings account, which is earning only nominal interest, you know, maybe 1% a year, uh, the, the 529 is really the only way to combat the rising cost of college. You know, co- The cost of college is growing much more quickly than your savings account will. Um, and this is the best way to make sure that your savings will actually keep up and hopefully outpace the cost of college.
0: What's that inflation right now for college? Is it five percent, six percent? What is it?
1: It's around six percent right now. So, oh my! Um, you want to make sure that you're putting your money in a place that's going to keep up with that.
0: So if I'm earning one percent in my savings account, then I'm five percent short of, of exactly. keeping up with inflation. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So you know, people think, okay, yeah, okay, I'll uh, I'll consider investing, but. Man, that's volatile too. What? How, how do I not? How am I going to not lose my money by being in the market and really need it? Obviously, I get some security with the savings account. Yes, it's low interest rate, but man, being in the market can be risky, right?
1: Absolutely. And this is part of what we do as an SEC registered investment advisor is we want to make sure that you're managing the risk of that account in an appropriate way. And so, when you um, invest with us at College Backer we are going to help you choose uh, the right investment portfolio based on essentially the age of your child. So if your child is very young, you've got a lot of time, you can afford to take a little bit more risk so that you can get a little bit more growth. Uh, and so we'll manage your portfolio accordingly. But as your your child approaches the college age, uh, and you know that you're going to need that money in just a couple of years, we want to make sure that your money is uh, in lower risk investments, it's in more of the bonds or it's even in FDIC-insured bank accounts as we're getting really close to that college age. So this is definitely you know, a balancing act, but we try to be really thoughtful about making sure that you have the right investments based on your child's age.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so you, you started to touch on the tax benefits. Can we speak about that a little bit more? Why is it uh, beneficial tax-wise to take advantage of a 529?
1: Yep. A 529, it works like a Roth IRA. So you put in post-tax money and then all of the growth in that account is completely tax-free and withdrawals are tax-free as long as you use that money for higher education. Uh, And you might be wondering what qualifies as using it for higher education. And 529s are actually a lot more flexible than people might think as well. So of course, um, you can use it for tuition, uh, but you can also use it for room and board, books, computers, um, and any, any special education needs. And it's also flexible in terms of the type of institution that you go to. So, uh, it includes in-state colleges, out-of-state colleges, public and private universities. It also includes graduate schools, many trade schools, even some international schools. And so there are a lot of different options out there, um, that, you know, you can use your 529 funds on.
0: What about uh, dollar beer night? Does it cover that if, uh, the kids <laughs> at school? no,
1: uh maybe if i suppose if you could creatively find a way to put it into your room and board budget. Yeah, there you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about my time at college and how i wasted my <laughs> Never mind. I'm here. I'm here. Um so uh, I I've, I've heard of an ESA. I've done some research on it. I didn't go for it however long ago when my daughter turned, you know, was born uh, 5 years ago and I'm trying to remember the difference between an ESA and a 529. What is the difference in and why is a 529 superior?
1: Yeah. So an ESA, uh, just for any listeners who might know, is an educational savings account, also known as a Coverdell. And uh, a lot of times people do think of this as another option to, to save for education. And the main benefit of using an ESA is that you can use it on K-12 education. So if you want to put your child in you know, an expensive private school or something like that, uh, a Coverdell could be a great option because uh, you cannot use 529 funds for that purpose. However, if you do know that you're saving for college or some kind of higher education, uh, then an ESA is pretty limited. So you can only put in up to $2,000 into that account. Um, and there are income limits as well. So if you're a high-income earner, that $2,000 is going to reduce over time. Um, the, the amount that you can contribute is, might be less than $2,000. And there are some other restrictions uh, around ESAs as well that just make a covered out or excuse me a 529 more attractive if you really want to be able to save as much as possible for your kids college education
0: cool excellent thank you for that education appreciate it <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> so we started talking about the beginning of the show about this crisis of student loans that uh, you said 1.4 trillion dollars that it, is that that's uh, the u.s alone for yes. student loan debt oh my gosh um so I know a lot of parents, uh, maybe one of their thoughts is, you know, I took out student loans. My kids can take out student loans, too. They'll be fine. What is your what's your response to that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, student loans in themselves certainly are not evil or there's nothing wrong with having some level of student loans. And a lot of families, even if you do save for college, may end up needing to take out uh, some amount of loans in order to cover all of the costs of college. But we think that it's really important to be smart about the amount of student loans that you take out and make sure that it is indeed a manageable amount. Um, Because if you think about, you know, your future child or or your child's future as they're leaving college and trying to get started on their life, um, just keep in mind that that's that student loan payment may uh, may hang over them for a really long period of time and um, the cost of college today is very different than it was 10 or 20 years ago. And so if you are thinking as a parent that you know I was able to um, make it work with the student loans that were required for me back then, it may be a very different picture now for your child, the amount of loans that would be required to take out to, in order to cover the total cost.
0: Especially at a 6% inflation rate. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm thinking about that. The 6, 6% inflation rate. Uh, we, we met with a financial advisor five or six years ago before Zoe was born, my five-year-old daughter, and he said to go to an in-state school here in michigan michigan state we were talking about going to when zoe's 18 it's gonna be two hundred thousand dollars i just i i can't get over the amount of money <laughs> that massive amount of money what's your opinion on just the future of college how how can this continue how can this sustain for people to actually you know go to college i mean there's there's gotta be there's gotta be some change what, what is your thought on that
1: no, we absolutely agree. Um, so when I look at the, the projected cost of college, it is very scary <laughs> and very daunting. And I think that as a country, um, I can't imagine us letting the this cost of college continue to rise at this rate, because the fact of the matter is, you know, we need an educated workforce. We need people who are creative problem solvers and can think expansively and, and a lot of those things that you learn in college. And so um, if Every, you know, person in this country needs to be spending $200,000 in order to get there. It does not not feel sustainable. Yeah. Um, but while we are hoping for, you know, bigger, uh, you know, legislative action or societal action in order to correct for that, we also need to be individually proactive yeah. and do our part to, to prepare as much as we can and, yeah. you know... It's a, definitely a multifaceted problem, but let's uh, let's, as we were saying, be proactive, help each other in our own communities and our own families, and, and do what we can.
0: I love it. Well, I mean, you've seen some change uh, on the state level, at least. You know, states like New York providing free in-state tuition for families after they meet a or if they meet a certain household income level. You know, I, I'm just thinking about this for folks out there that are haven't started the 529 yet. What if what if they save a bunch of money? and then uh, the kid gets uh, a scholarship or they ended up getting some free tuition. Obviously, these, like you said, we want to be prepared, but what happens to my 529 at that point if I don't need all of the money that I saved up?
1: Yeah, I mean, those programs are amazing, and if your kid can get scholarships, more power to them. They should take as many scholarships as they can um, or earn as many scholarships as they can. One um, with regards to a 529, when your child earns a scholarship, you're actually allowed to withdraw the amount of the scholarship without any penalties. So a 529 is designed to be supportive of all of those different scholarships. That being said, um, remember that there's a lot more to the cost of college than just tuition. So even if your child receives a generous scholarship and maybe it does cover the full cost of tuition, Remember to consider you know, the cost of room and board, the cost of books, and some of those other categories that a 529 can also be used for. Uh, and lastly, if you do have other children, you can always transfer the money from the 529 to the second child, for example, instead of just going ahead and withdrawing it. So that maintains some of the benefits that, um, that you have from the 529 account.
0: Hey, everybody, just a quick announcement to let you know that I'm developing a new guide called the Young Families Wealth Playbook. After a year of doing over 50 interviews with personal finance experts, early retirees, and self-made millionaires, I've gleaned a little bit of knowledge here. I'm taking all that knowledge and putting it into a seven-step guide that will put your family on the path towards permanent legacy wealth. I'm releasing this in January for free. Yeah, free. (laughs) <laughs> our marriage kids and money mkm community gets first dibs on this wealth building guide so if you are interested go to marriage slash join that way you can join our community and if you're already a member of this community you're golden no worries i'm going to be sending you a communication in january and you'll be getting it so go to marriage slash join if you have not become a member let's jump back into our conversation with the co-founder of college backer abby chow well let's dive into a little bit about college backer because i want people to be aware of your company and how it can benefit them uh what what is over the the overall difference in working with college backer just versus working with my state-sponsored plan how, how, how does the process different? what's the benefit of working with you guys
1: Yeah, the first big benefit is that we make the whole process simpler. So instead of you going and spending hours to research which plan is right for you, whether you should choose your states or maybe a financial advisor sold one or or some other option, uh, we go ahead and take the information some basic information from you and make a recommendation um, that, you know, you can trust because we are, as I mentioned, an SEC-registered investment advisor with a fiduciary responsibility to our clients. So that means that we're legally obligated to put your interests ahead of our own. Um, so we make that whole process simple. You have a three-step sign-up process where you just tell us a little bit about you and your family, and then we make this recommendation, including a investment portfolio recommendation that helps you manage the risk, as we were discussing earlier. And then the other big benefit is that we make it really easy for you to share this uh, account with your family and friends. And so, again, going back to that Christmas example, you, we would give you a, a College Backer link that might be collegebacker.com slash Zoe, for example. And then you could uh, share that at Christmas and say, hey, you know, Zoe has enough toys this year. So if you'd like to send a gift, please make a contribution to her college fund. Or at the birthday party, you could send it out in um, you know, the birthday party invitations. You can share it with grandma and grandpa so that they uh, can set up a monthly recurring contribution directly into that fund. And we've tried to make that process really easy too. So, you know, folks can use a credit or debit card. It's as easy as any other transaction online. So instead of going to amazon.com and finding a baby toy, they just go to collegebacker.com and make a contribution to your fund. Um, and so the main benefit there is that we're helping you get more dollars into those that account We've helped you choose the right account so that it's growing over time, um, and we really just want to be for, there for you as a partner, uh, you know, along this journey.
0: I love it. Those are great benefits, and one of them I want to ask you about in particular. I'm thinking about my personal situation with my, with my parents and my in-laws. Um, very blessed that they love us so much, as well as my, my kids. Um, the idea of showering them with gifts is is something that. Our kids have just been used to since day one. how do How do I have that difficult conversation with my family, or how do people out there have that difficult conversation with their family that says, "Hey, a couple of toys is nice, but we'd really we're gonna be battling this cost of college in the future. Help us out here. Do you guys have any advice for having those difficult conversations?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's different for every family, you know. So um, it's it, definitely take anything that I say with a grain of salt and, and think about you know what your own family dynamics are. Um, but we find that a lot of times grandparents, you know, they want to do whatever is going to be most helpful. and of course they it feels great for them to be able to show up at the house with gifts and have the, the kids come over running and screaming. Um, but if you are able to show them that, you know, hey, we have this really amazing dream for Zoe or, or your child, and um, we really want um, him or her to have this awesome opportunity to go to the best college that they get into. And we want, when they graduate, we want them to be able to pursue whatever dream they have and not worry about, oh, how am I going to pay back these massive student loans that I had to take out? Um, but in order to do that, we're going to need to start preparing now. And we've already started setting up our own contribution, we've already set up an account. And, you know, if you are able to, we, it would be great if, um, you know, you could chip in a little bit as well, as much as you're comfortable with. So having that kind of conversation where you're really talking about um, your collective aspirations for, for your child generally seem to go a long way.
0: The investment side of things, talk a little bit about that. Uh, you, you, you started to talk about them in a, in a fashion of like a target date fund. Uh, yep. Per se, T- talk talk us through how how that works. You know, probably a lot more equities in the front, and then uh, more bonds in the back. Just maybe, just walk through how that process would work from uh, younger age to almost almost going to college age.
1: Yeah, exactly. So as uh, you described, we do recommend target date funds, and we also ask you a little bit of information about yourself so that we get a se- sense of your own you know, risk appetite so that we can manage the portfolio accordingly. We do start with uh, more equities when, when your child is very young. So that's more stocks that hopefully are going to provide greater growth. Uh, and then as time goes on, there's basically a pretty smooth glide path of steadily transferring um, some of those assets from the higher growth equities into some of those lower risk bonds, and then eventually into the FDIC-insured savings accounts so that You are absolutely certain the money is going to be there when you need it. Um, In addition to that, of course, other considerations that we think about when we're choosing these portfolios are low cost. So generally, you know, we're going to be looking at the Vanguard index funds, for example.
0: Um, (laughs) You You said the V word. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and making sure that we're working with partners that you know have great reputations for solid management, and you know just handling your money very responsibly and hand, handling, um, all of that data very securely as well.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So, you started to talk about data there. You hit yeah. my hit my security bell there. So, I want to ask you a question: How how are you guys protecting people's data that uh, that are customers of yours? There's been a lot of you know, security issues with the um, Equifax breach, and we want to make sure that people are feeling comfortable with the partners that we're talking to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this is also something that we take really seriously. Um, we've invested in using the state of the art browser encryption technology. We main, maintain um, secure servers with twenty four seven staffing, and we also work with trusted partners to trusted, reputable partners to make sure that. Um, You know, it's not just us, it's not just College Backer that's that's being secure and treating your data appropriately, but all of the partners that we work with are also being equally careful. Um, We use identity verification services when it makes sense so that we know that you are, in fact, um, the, the person who's trying to access your account or make modifications to your account is truly, in fact, you. So there's a whole myriad of different measures that we take, but uh, suffice to say that we care very deeply about this um, and we do everything that we can to k- keep that information safe.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, let's let's say I'm interested. How, how does this payment structure work? How, how, are you, how do you guys get paid? How do I pay you? Uh, everybody wants to know that type of situation when it comes to these types of services.
1: Yeah, so we keep it really simple. Um, We wanted to make sure that College Backer was affordable for every single family out there. So we allow you to choose your own monthly subscription fee when you sign up with us. So, as a parent, you come to collegebacker.com, you learn about our service, you start using it, and then you can choose um, for yourself how much you appreciate the service that we're providing to you. So it's anywhere from zero to ten dollars a month. Um, You know, you can change it at any time. So, let's say you started out and you thought this was totally amazing and you set it at $10 a month but then one month your budgets are a little bit tighter and you're feeling the squeeze you can set that back down to zero and then come back you know whenever you feel ready and we again the reason that we did this was because we just wanted to make sure that we were able to help as many families as possible at whatever price point makes sense for you. Um, And so we just want to keep that option open for you. In addition to that, I will also say that um, when you ask your friends and family to uh, give gifts into the fund, they can also choose a small gift fee that they can um, give to us, just a couple of dollars on top of the uh, on top of the gift that is sent directly to you so that the gift that they intend for you is always going completely into your child's college fund um, and if the gifter chooses then they can give college backer a couple bucks as well,
0: well that's great I, I i like that model that's cool abby i know some some companies who you know choose to do something like that they also partner with you know sponsors or uh or advertisers that uh might you know be fed to me as a part of this like for example i'm I'm on Mint, and uh, you know that's also a service that you know uh, sometimes doesn't come with a cost. But I also get served up advertisements. Is, is that part of the service as well, or are you guys uh, solely working on the the model of of, of uh, contributions based on people's uh, ability?
1: No, right now there is no advertising on CollegeBacker.com. We don't sell your information to anybody. We. Don't send. You know, nobody pays us to send massive emails to our email lists or anything like that. So um, we're really, really focused on just making sure that you, our customers, are as happy as possible, and that we're helping you get as many gifts as possible into the fund.
0: That's great. All right. So, so I let's say I don't have ten thousand dollars to start. How, how much do I? How much do I need to get into this thing to get uh, get <laughs> investing?
1: Yeah. So we have no minimums actually. So if you wanted to, you could start with a dollar a month.
0: Oh, that's great. I would say everybody, you might want to start with a little more than a dollar because compound <laughs> interest of a yeah. dollar over time, but that's a dollar—that's a—that's a a great uh, lack of barrier to entry there. So that's a uh, uh, that's a great way to go. All right, cool. So Abby, let, let's uh, let's wrap it up a little bit. I wanted to ask since you are a very successful entrepreneur and you're doing something that you're really passionate about, uh, a lot of people are inspired by that that uh, that type of background and. I'm always trying to glean information off of uh, very inspiring folks like yourself. Uh, what, what's uh, one of your all-time personal favorite uh, personal finance books? Because I know you you said that you're a dubbed money nerd, so I wanted to <laughs> steal that from you a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, so I actually think I would have to reach way back to the first personal finance book that I remember reading uh, was actually Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it was because my math teacher in seventh grade recommended to the class that, you know, hey, kids, you should go out and read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, And I went and read it, and it just changed my life. (laughs) Um, And it's been a while since I've gone back and, and read it again. but. After that, I it really you know lit a fire in me, and I just became curious and, and started learning as much as I could. So I'd I love have to say, that. Rich Dad, Dad. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> like a that's like a, um, a mindset change book. You know, you th- where you thought one way your whole life, and then that that completely changes the way you think about how you develop money, how you get money to work for you. So very very good one, very good one. Um, all right, well, well, we're all about action with the show. What's one thing that people can do today to prepare for these massive college costs that their kids are going to have in the future? What's one thing that people can do today?
1: So, of course, I have a little bit of a bias. <laughs> but the action that I would suggest is to go to collegebacker.com, check it out, sign up for free if you want to. You can start with $0 a month. I won't take it personally <laughs> um, if you want to just check it out. And if you are ready to really take action, I would set up a recurring contribution. You know, this is one simple action that you can take. It can be just a few dollars if you want, if that's what you're comfortable with. Um, But once you set up that recurring contribution, it's kind of on autopilot. You don't have to think about it all the time. And then a year from now, two years from now, you can look back at that and say, oh, wow, you know, I've really made progress.
0: Excellent. Well, at the top of the show, uh, before everything started, I mentioned that uh, you had a special announcement that you wanted to share with the listeners of the Marriage, Kids & Money podcast, and I want to give you the floor.
1: Yeah. um, So as I mentioned, I really want you all to be able to take action today. And just to give you another little push, uh, we would love to match your first $25 with College Backer if you sign up. Um, So just go to mkm. sign up at that link, And after you make your first $25 contribution, we at College Backer would be honored to make another $25 contribution and be the first members of your College Backer team.
0: Excellent. Well, everybody, we are here to uh, educate you on the benefits of 529 and also give you a little cash to start your journey. So thank you so much for being here, Abby. It was a great conversation and I'm uh, really inspired by the work you're doing. Not only are you doing it to really help people in a great fashion but you're doing it for a living and I'm 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 just proud to have the conversation with you today.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me here today Andy it was really fun.
0: Yet another company that is focused on combating a major financial issue in our country. I am honored to chat with folks like Abby. When I'm able to highlight companies like College Backer, it makes me feel like I'm a part of the solution as well. There were a few 529 takeaways that I wanted to bring up again. Number one, shocking statistics elicit action. Or at least I hope they do. (laughs) Abby told us that our country has $1.4 trillion in student loan debt. College costs are expected to double in the next 10 years. So if it costs $100,000 for a four-year university now, expect it to be $200,000. And then, again, multiply that by the number of kids you have or that you're thinking of having. Oh, my God, ouch. According to Student Loan Hero, another crazy statistic here, there are 44.2 million Americans with student loan debt, and 11% of them are delinquent in their payments. The good news, my friends, is that we can do something about it. If we get those 529s going, we'll be able to combat this beast for our children. Number two, 529s are better than savings accounts. You heard Abby. College costs are going up at a rate of about 6% per year. If you you have your money in a savings account that's making 1%, then you're about 5% off each year. (laughs) And again, 529s, they cover things like books, room, board, and of course, tuition. And the tax savings are also huge. I know, at least in our state of Michigan, I don't know all 50 states, so you guys got to check on it for your specific state. But I know where I live, we get a state income tax deduction, that I can take advantage of every year. So those are just three quick things of why it's better than a savings account. And then lastly, number three, if you have saved too much in your 529, which would be awesome for you anyway, uh, congratulations that you're you know that on it. You're still covered even if you do that. Let's say your child gets a scholarship. Abby tells us that you can withdraw the amount of that scholarship from your 529 without penalty. So now I'm fired up for Zoe to get some scholarships (laughs) because we can get some money back. (laughs) And, uh, let's say I'll use my, my uh, example again. If, if Zoe gets a scholarship, um, or we don't need to use all of her money that can be then used by Calvin as well. So it's not that bad if you save too much. So don't worry about that. I guess that's, you know, it's a good takeaway for all of us. So Those were my three takeaways from my conversation with Abby. Number one, freak yourself out with crazy statistics to force yourself into action. That's one of my favorites. Number two, 529s beat out savings accounts. And number three, too much money in the 529. No problemo. The cost of college is not going to get any cheaper, my friends. Abby and College Backer want to help us make a dent in these future college costs by matching your first $25 deposit. So take advantage of that. Remember that link collegebacker.com slash MKM. I will also place that in the show notes for you all to take advantage of. Whether you go with Collegebacker or not, just start something today. You don't need to work with them if you don't want to. Your kids will thank you if you do something. You may be giving them the chance at student loan debt freedom. <laughs> now it's time to announce the Money Master of the Week. This story came in from Rocky, who commented on a blog post I wrote about why I don't give my kids an allowance. My article, which I'll place in the show notes for everybody to to look at, went over five reasons that I believe rewarding your children for their chores is much better than simply giving them money with no work associated with it. My goal is to help my five-year-old daughter, Zoe, correlate hard work with reward. At the end of the article, I asked for some feedback from people that were reading it because I'm a new father and I'm still learning and I really have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) But Rocky, he comments back with an incredible counterpoint to my article. He is for giving an allowance and has done so for his kids for quite some time. He's been giving his kids an allowance that is equal to their age for over 10 years now. He told me that the first dollar that he gives goes to charity for the kids and then they split the rest between saving and spending. The results have been extraordinary. When Rocky's kids were young, the whining and crying about the buying the latest toy was essentially eliminated from their family. The kids had their own money to spend, so it wasn't really a problem. And on a charitable giving side, that's sort of been an ever-present theme for their family ever since their kids were 5 years old. So that's just something that they have always done. So very cool to instill in them that early. And then on the saving side, his two children are now 15 and 17, and they have thousands of dollars saved that are it's really just going to release them into adulthood in such a good way. Rocky got the kids started into Roth IRAs, actually, at a very young age. And I know with a Roth IRA, that has to... Um, you have to contribute to a Roth IRA through earned income. So obviously Rocky has his kids already working at a very young age, which is great. Rocky projects that if his kids continue to save the same way that they're saving right now through college and then not another dime after college, they will easily be millionaires. (laughs) Millionaires? Isn't that crazy? How about that for a Christmas present for your kids? It It sure beats the latest video game, we'll say that. I'm so glad that Rocky reached out to me and kept a dialogue going on this important topic. It's really inspired me to work with my daughter to teach her the importance of saving, investing, responsible spending, and charitable giving. And I will definitely be looking into how I can get both of my kids on a Roth IRA as well. So thanks for connecting, Rocky. I really appreciate it. If you want to follow Rocky's work and see how he's creating a richer life for his family, go to richersoul.com. Rocky, again, congratulations for being our money master of the week. If you missed some of the resources and links mentioned in today's show, I've got you covered. Go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 60 to check them out in the show notes. If you've been digging this show for a while, please do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes. Actually, I think it's called Apple Podcasts now. But anyway, iTunes works for me. (laughs) I have a goal of hitting 65-star iTunes reviews before the end of the year, and I am nearly there at 54. So give me some love, folks. I would really appreciate it. Here's a sample five-star review that I received from Michelle recently. It starts like this. Learning about money is fun with Andy. His storytelling approach is great entertainment while learning how to gain control of my finances. This year I paid off my car loan and I'm using the extra money I have each month to make extra payments towards the principal on my mortgage. I won't have it all paid off by the end of the year like you and Nicole will but I'm not too far behind. Thanks for the tips and inspiration, Andy. Thank you, Michelle. This type of feedback puts gas in my tank and keeps me going, so thank you. So everybody, if you wouldn't mind, I'm gonna try to clobber this goal by the end of the year, but I would really appreciate reviews from you. So go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash iTunes to give me some iTunes love. Really appreciate it, everybody. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm gonna end the show with a quote today from Walt Disney. Our greatest natural resource is in the minds of our children. Let's invest in our children's future, everybody. Carpe diem!